Hey, 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 this is your girl, Shantree Smoot, with Conversations of a Grown Woman, where we, as women, can choose to grow together in love. Nothing is off limits. We will talk about our homes, our hearts, our children, and most importantly, our God. So, y'all, I am back with the Boss Up series and just um, speaking on ways that I have grown and ways that I am growing. Um, And one of the ways that I want to talk about is... um, overcoming fear. Like I think, and I believe that there are levels to overcoming fear, right? Um, because there are certain things, um, depending on where we are in our life that we fear in particular. And then there are things that we might not necessarily fear, but there's like an ounce of doubt or a thought of doubt in the back of our head, um, that makes us hesitant. Um, And so for me personally, I equate that with fear as well and not hesitant as in, you know, um, I'm going to be wise and I'm going to think it through first. Not that type of hesitant because that type of hesitant is wisdom. Like, okay, I'm going to be wise. Let me think this through first. Um, Let me weigh the pros and cons. Let me look at everything that this entails prior to. That's wisdom. But when I say hesitant, like, I mean hesitant in a way of, um, I'm not going to do that. I don't know like what's what's what it's going to look like. I don't know what people are going to say. I don't know. You know, I, I don't I just don't know. But there's no real legitimate reason as to why you're hesitant or why you don't know. I equate that that's fear. I equate that with fear. Um and I'm going to tell you something, too. I also equate being comfortable with fear. And wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before y'all say anything, let me tell you why I equate being comfortable with fear. Because we can be so, so comfortable. And and when I mean comfortable, I mean I got everything down to a science. I got my routine down to a science. I can pretty much predict what's going to happen in my day before it happens. I can pretty much predict what's going to happen. Um... And whatever it is that I'm doing, to me, that's fear. Because I'm so comfortable, right? I know what's going to happen before it happens. So I can anticipate a reaction. I can build um, a reaction based upon me being comfortable and knowing how it's going to take place. Also, being comfortable keeps me from experiencing something new. That's why I equate it with fear. Because we don't fear what we know. Most t- most of the time, in most cases, we fear what we don't know. So I equate being comfortable to fear because a lot of times we want to stay in the know. And for a lot of us, that can be, that can give us a sense of having control. So that's why I equate com- being comfortable with fear. Um, because in life, there are just some things that we're just not going to have control of. But as long as we're trying to stay in the comfort zone, stay in a place where we can predict things, stay in a place in which we feel like we have control. Because I think, too, the sense of control, I think that's an illusion. Um, and so as long as we stay in, quote unquote, the the realm of being comfortable and the realm of having the illusion of control, we're walking and we're operating in fear. Um, and it's so important that we're able to acknowledge that because in fear, we don't grow. 
<laughs> when we're comfortable, we're not growing. We're not being extended to our next level. Um, our capacity is not being stretched because we are comfortable. You cannot grow when you're comfortable. That's just bottom line. That's just all it is to it. When you think about a baby, when they're taking their first steps, that baby has to come out of its comfort zone and even out of its fear of falling. Because um, the comfort zone for the baby, right when it starts to walk, is crawling, right? So the baby have to has to be willing um, to get up and risk falling in order to walk, in order to reach another level of greatness. Because, you know, of course, first... The first level of greatness for the for the baby was crawling. But in order to reach a new level, the baby has to be willing to get up from there. Right? Stand up, possibly fall, and walk. So I say all this to say, and I know I've kind of said a lot, but I just wanted to kind of like hone in on it and bring it home and just talk about like fear. So recently, because we're talking about me growing and we're talking about some some things that I've dealt with. So recently I've had to overcome fear, right? Um, I was led to move and I was in my comfort zone. Like the job that I was at, I could pretty much predict it. I knew how everything was going to go um, from year in to year out. I knew um, the people that I work with. I knew the kids that I work with, like the back of my hand. And so it was easy for a lot of those kids. I had them since they were small, since they were like in eighth grade. And so it was easy. I knew it. The routine was, was, was the same um, as far as, you know, family and even extracurricular activities. Um, I knew those too as well. Like I, I, where I was, um, there was a, a high level of comfort. Okay. Cause I wanted a break. I know I can go to this venue and do some, and do some poetry, let some steam off. I know I can go here and do this and here and do that. And then I felt led to move. And, um, I felt led to move to a different place, different city outside of my comfort zone, outside of the comfort and the parameters of close family and friends. Um, And it was scary. Even more so, it was to the point where I did it and left pretty much with nothing. So it was almost like starting over from scratch. And when I say it was so, so, so scary, it was very, very scary to me. So, so scary. So when I got to the new place, um, again, I mentioned I had nothing getting to the new place and nothing, no one. And it was my God. It was a lot um, to take in. And you would not believe how many times I was like, man, I'm going back. I want to go back. I was fighting to go back and be back in my comfort zone eternally. Um, and, and so there were struggles that, that came along with that. And every time I would hit a roadblock or every time I would hit a struggle, the first thing that came to mind, I want to go back. Why did I do this? Why did I make this decision? Oh my God, it hurts. Like no one likes to buck against fear and nobody likes to move out of their comfort zone. I am here to tell you no lie. It hurts. It really does hurt. Um, it hurts, um, Internally, and then it hurts when you are somewhere new or doing something new and you hit that 
area of frustration because you're trying to do something you don't know how to do. That hurts. Like, and just think about how many areas in our lives that we avoid because we don't want to hit that hard place of frustration or we don't want to go and do something we don't know how to do because going and doing things that we don't know how to do sometimes it makes us look foolish because we don't we're trying to do something we don't know how to do we try to navigate um uncharted waters so we look foolish we don't have all the answers and there's no way in the world we can act like we have it all together because we don't because we don't know so it makes it that much um harder to buck against fear because I have to ask myself, like, Doran, am I willing to go through these changes? Am I willing to go through not knowing? Am I willing to go through um, not having my stuff together? Am I willing to go through plenty of moments of asking for help? These are questions that, like, we have to ask ourselves. And then I think if we start to ask ourselves these questions, then we'll start to realize why we are so fearful um, because the answers to the questions that tell us where the fear is coming from. And so I'm in this new territory. I'm in this, you know, uncharted area having to ask for help, <laughs> not knowing what to do next, um, not knowing how to navigate myself through certain things. So like it, it is and it was scary. And I hope you noticed that I mentioned was because as I settled in it and stopped rushing me being to a point of where I felt like I was okay or where I felt like I knew things and just rested in the present moment and graced myself, it wasn't so bad after all. Like there were some things that didn't work out and there were some things um, that did. There were some things that I didn't get understanding on. There were some things that I got understanding on. But overall, I grew. Overall, it built a strength in me that I did not know that I had. Um, overall, it made it made me want more. It made me um, have a desire to be better. Um, it grew my thinking. Um, it grew how I. <laughs> Let me tell you what it grew most importantly for me. It grew my preparation. Like, um, it, it, it made me think more about preparation than anything. Oh, and it grew my patience. No, I did not ask God to give me patience. Like, that is a prayer that I run away from. I don't ask for that. Um, but he gave it to me anyway. Um, and I did not even ask for it. It grew my patience. So that's why I say it grew me um, in several ways as, as a woman um, and as a mom because... As a mom, you're constantly preparing. As a woman, you should constantly be in preparation. You should constantly be trying to grow yourself and extend yourself. Um, and as a woman, um, and not just any woman, but as a woman of virtue, I realized just from this, just from bucket against my fears, just from having to walk against uncharted waters, as a woman, you should as a as a woman of virtue, you should and you're supposed to possess a level of patience. Um, because I feel like I feel like having that level of patience equips us to operate effectively in who we are and who God truly, truly created us to be, which um, 
which are first and foremost, we're nurturers. And then we have insight. And a lot of times you can effectively operate in your insight that is given to you if you're not patient. Because you will, you would get insight and you would want to run rashly um, with it. And a lot of times you're supposed to run with it, but a lot of times you're supposed to wait. Timing. Timing is everything. You're supposed to wait. Um, and so I am thankful for all the things that I, that bucking against my fears have taught me. So that's why going against fears is one of the ultimate boss up moves that we as women could ever make. Okay. Because look, you got to think about it. Like even we're talking about bossing up. So even in business, even in jobs, a lot of women, we know what we're worth, but we're scared to go ask for it. We're scared to, when we're sitting, even when we're sitting in interviews, we're scared to ask for what we're worth or we're scared to ask for certain accommodations because we feel like, oh my God, if I ask for this accommodation, they're not, they're no longer going to want me. They're no longer going to want to give me the job. They're no longer um, going to want to give me the raise. But, but if you have a clear understanding of who you are, then you understand that you're worth the accommodation. And so those fears and those doubts in your head, they won't even matter because you understand who you are. You understand the value that you add and the value that you offer. Um, and so that's why I believe that bucking up against fear is the ultimate, ultimate boss move. So y'all know, I always, always have to, oh my God, it's so many. I always have to kind of like give you guys um, a, a scenario from the Bible that showed us how to buck up against fear. And as I'm thinking through, right, there is one in particular that keeps um, that keeps coming to mind. So I'm just going to go with that one. Um, I'm trying to think of a one from a woman. Oh, I could, I could possibly do two. Okay, so my first one from a woman and from uncharted land, uh, Ruth and Naomi, right? So um, Ruth's husband had died. Um, all of Naomi's sons had died. And so she was left with their wives. And she told their wives, basically, you guys know I'm paraphrasing. So you have to go back and read it for yourself because I'm going to paraphrase this thing down to a T in my language, how I read it, how I see it. Okay, so now I got that out the way. So like basically, right, so uh, she was left with the two daughter-in-laws. And she was like, look, y'all, listen. Um, it's hard out here in these streets. I'm going to go back home. Um, and I suggest y'all do the same. So the first daughter-in-law left. Second daughter-in-law was like, Ruth. Ruth was like, nah, I'm, a, I'm listen, I'm here with you. I'm going to stick this thing out with you. We we, we going to get it out the mud, basically. And so Naomi was like, no, you need to go back to your, to your family. And Ruth was like, nah, wherever you go, I'm going to go. Um... Whoever your God is, that's going to be my God. We're going to thug it out. We're going to make it happen. So needless to say, they go back to Naomi's homeland. So Naomi gives Ruth these instructions to go work this field. Hey, it's kinfolk. You know, you just work out, you know, just, you know, go and get get us some stuff. So when Ruth gets there and Ruth was like, I just want to like work. I'm, I'll take the scraps or whatever's left, whatever, whatever. So as Ruth is working, Right. As Ruth is moving in uncharted land, um, uncharted area, she gets noticed. 
because she's working. So the owner of the field's like, hey, who is that? And so they tell them, like, hey, she's, you know, she's so-and-so, she's, you know, just working. So in all short, you know, Ruth got favored. Um, one, because of her work ethic. And two, I like to think she got favored because she bucked up against fears. She didn't run back to what she knew. She didn't run back to what was com- comfortable to her. She worked and walked her uncharted land in faith. Um, she was obedient. She served because um, she was when she was out in the fields gleaming, she wasn't just gleaming for herself. She was gleaming for her mother-in-law, too. So if anybody's familiar with the story, you already know she got favored. She ended up marrying Boaz and from her marriage to Boaz came the lineage of Jesus Christ. So that was like, I guess that was like the ultimate story. Um, that I could have used for that, for especially like for what I'm talking about, walking in uncharted land in uncharted areas. And it does not have to mean moving to a new place. It could be a new job. It could be a new uh, friendship, a new relationship. Because a lot of times, uh, women, we go through things in life, and so we're scared. We're scared to start new friendships. We're scared to start new relationships. And we close ourselves off and we shut down, right? We With the whole Drake song, No New Friends, and we hinder ourselves and we hinder growth because we refuse to do those things. Um, but Ruth is a perfect example of walking in uncharted land, uncharted area. She said, my God, there's nothing more powerful than the God we serve. And, and Ruth said, your God will be my God. When I, she's talking above friendship. Like, she's like, above all that. She said, your friends will be my friends. Your family will be my family. Your people will be my people. Now, she said, your God will be my God. Wherever you go, I go. And she did say, your people will be my people. But she, she first and foremost said, your God going to be my God. And wherever you go, look, I'm in there. That, oh, my God. Like, just thinking about that, like, really right now blew my mind. She worked in the area in which she did. she was unfamiliar with. She worked around people that she was unfamiliar with and she stayed in her lane. Um, and she worked. And because of that, she received favor. Right? Oh my God, this is blowing my mind, y'all. Um, listen, if I said something that did not sit well with you, let me know. If I said something that encouraged you, that sparked an interest in you, um, something that that just changed your thought about something. If, if I helped you change your mind about fear, y'all, let me know. You can email me at proudandsassyenterprise at gmail.com. Um, don't forget to like and to subscribe to this podcast, y'all. Um, go over to my YouTube page, Shantree Smoot. Um, check out uh, my social media. It's Instagram, Shantree underscore sassy underscore smoot. On Facebook, it's Shantree Smoot. And on TikTok, it's Shantree Zero. Listen, y'all. Love with your whole heart because I love you. This is your girl, Shantree Smoot, with conversations of a growing woman where we as women can choose to grow together in love. Nothing is off limits. We will talk about our homes, our hearts, our children, and most importantly, our God.